the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Portions of the following program may contain pre-recorded material. Oh, wow. Hi, everybody. Dennis Prager here. Portions of this particular show are all live, just for the record. I have to undo the damage of that announcement every, every hour of my show. But my task is to tell you the truth. And that is it. Hello, everybody. Dennis Prager here. Are you ready? I have. Even my producer has no idea that I'm going to ask this question. It will strike some of you as over the top. It is not, for me, over the top. I have always thought in moral terms. That is, that is the way my mind works. That is what, why my, the motto of my life is taken from Viktor Frankl. There are only two races, the decent and the indecent. I divide the world between people who do good and people who do bad, not between any races or religions or ethnicities or nationalities. The great division is the moral division. Okay, so that's just a preamble. So I walk around society like every one of you does. But I wonder about things that almost none of you wonder about. It's not a compliment to myself. It's just a fact. Here's one. I was, I was deeply affected as a child, child meaning from about the age of 10 or 11, by the Holocaust. Even though I lost no relatives, my parents were born in America, one grandparent was born in America, the other grandparents came to America in the beginning of the 20th century, and so uh, we were not directly affected, but it affected me. And there are other people that can say this, non-Jew as well as Jew, that reading about the industrialized murder of virtually every man, woman, and child, baby, that was a Jew in Europe, occupied by the Nazis, which was most of Europe, was murdered. It's, it's essentially unparalleled. So this had an effect on me. So I devoted a lot of my life to studying it and to studying in particular the, the non-Jews who hid Jews. Because I, I think I understand being afraid, people afraid to do anything that might get them in trouble with the Nazi regime, wherever the Nazi regime or Nazi-supporting regime might have been. Uh, Germany, the most obvious, but Poland. If you, if you were a Pole and you hit a Jew, you were, you were killed. Maybe members of your family as well by the Nazis. So who would, who would do that? Studying goodness is more important than studying evil. 
goodness is a is an aberration more than evil is. And if you want to produce good people, you need to study the ingredients of goodness, right? Well, I think about that periodically, and what I'm about to say is not really a statement, it's a question. As I said, I was going to ask a question. So, if, God forbid, a Nazi-like regime were to take over take over power in America, right? I'm not predicting it at all. I'm just saying, if it were to happen, who would likely rescue, in this case a Jew, let, let's say the Nazi-type regime was directed to another group, who would most be the most likely to hide a Jew? There's, so I have, I have asked this question at meetings of KUFI, Christians United for Israel. And I remember the first time I said, I've spoken to their conventions many, many times. Thousands and thousands of people, usually in Washington, D.C., at the convention center, about 5,000, mostly Christians. This wonderful organization called KUFI, Christians United for Israel. And I said to them, I have asked this question, and I believe that you would hide me. The first time I said that, the uproarious applause and cheering and yelling, I have chills recounting the story to you because I I touched a, a real nerve and it was a very powerful response. Now, the fact is, no one really knows how they would behave under dire circumstances. It's just, it's very hard. You, when you're truly tested, you only then do you really know. Nevertheless, what, what I said to them, I believed. Most of them, which is a remarkable compliment, obviously, but I think most of them would hide a Jew in, under such circumstances. So now I'm tying it in to America today outside of a group like Christians United for Israel. And the question is really not about Jews. The question is about people, Americans in general. So I I think about it, and when I see that People have, like in Canada, snitched on neighbors who got together during the COVID lockdown in, in parts of Canada. So I'm thinking that's not a good sign. So I just want to th- offer you a thought. Among those who might hide a persecuted group in, in a violent, evil era. I think I'm more likely to find such people among those who are not listening to the government today on COVID. I may be 100% wrong. 
I'm not asserting this. I'm saying I think. People who practice civil disobedience for a, a higher cause, even though you may not agree with their cause, are, are sort of practicing the art of being an outsider. And to have hidden a Jew in Poland or France or Germany, Hungary, Italy, you would have had to have asserted you're an outsider. I read a book many, many, many years ago about rescuers of Jews in the Holocaust. And it gave a number of characteristics that it found to be sort of a generalization. Do you know what one of them was? It's the only one I remember. And obviously, it really made an impact on me. People who were considered eccentric, that's the word that they used, prior to World War II, were more likely to hide a Jew during the war. The person who marched to the beat of his own drummer was more likely to be a moral hero. So, it's just a thought for you. I don't think anybody has raised this issue in private, let alone on radio. <laughs> but it's, it's not an inconsequential question. When I see people wearing masks outdoors, I'm troubled. I'm troubled on many levels because the irrational is scary to me. I am far more scared of Americans turning irrational than COVID. Everybody has fears. I fear mass delusion, mass irrationality, unquestioning obedience to authority more than I fear COVID. Maybe that'll help some of you explain to others or understand yourselves why this is, to some of us, a big issue. Unquestioning listening to authority. When doctors listen to corrupt authorities on not prescribing ivermectin, those doctors scare me. We'll be back. 1-8 Prager 776. The Dennis Prager Show. Hi, Dennis Prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain. Of course, I want you to know about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that tens of thousands are now taking every day. I take it every day. I like being out of pain. But I know you may be skeptical. I certainly was. Then I kept hearing about all the people, including my wife, who were no longer in pain. So I decided to give it a try. In fact, listen to Janice's story. I was skeptical at first. But because of the pain that I was having when I would uh, substitute teach and have to climb stairs, so I have lower back, hip, and even knee pain. And after about three weeks, I found that I could climb stairs pain-free. But it wasn't only pain-free. I could do it step over step without holding on the railing. I'm really happy. It's, it makes me feel like I'm young again. That's relieffactor.com or call 800 500 
800-500-8384. Dennis Prager here. And reflecting on the unquestioning obedience to rationality, which scares the living daylights out of me, I am so much more afraid of that than I am of COVID. I am more afraid of the Democratic Party than I am of COVID because they are totalitarians at heart. They will tell you what to do. As I have said so often, all of their mantras are phony. All. Right? Let a woman do what she wants with her body, right? The anti, uh, the, the pro-abortion mantra, they don't mean it. These are the exact same people who want you fired, even if you are a medical worker, for not getting a, uh, a, a new vaccination that by definition has not had the sufficient time to be tested. Right? All of a sudden, bodily autonomy is nonsense. It's only true for abortion. But the irony is abortion is not her body. Abortion is somebody else's body. I mean, that's just, that's not, a, it's not, an, that's not an opinion, that's a fact. You may say that the body is worthless, which uh, all those who are pro-choice do, but you, you can't deny that it's a body. It has no worth. It's an amazing thing, isn't it? There's no complexity on the left. If you want the baby, it's a human being. If you don't want the baby, it's it's a piece of trash. Isn't that astonishing? Is there anything else that whose entire worth is dependent upon somebody else? If I value you, you are the most precious thing on earth, a human being. If I don't if I don't want you, you are the least precious thing. You are less precious than a dog. I could get arrested for killing a dog wantonly. Right? The the unquestioning obedience to authority and the use of authority will have passports for people to be able to do what the authorities want you to do. You think... Is there one person listening who thinks it will stop with the vaccination for COVID? Once these things start, it's like the income tax. It started at 1%. Today, it's 50. I'm in the 50% bracket because of California and federal taxes. People want it higher. When it was passed at 1%, they had to actually pass an amendment to the Constitution it was, it was not deemed constitutional for the government to take your money away from you by force. They passed the amendment. They were assured it will be only on a handful of people and only 1%. We were assured that civil rights legislation would only pertain to race. Now it pertains to everything. Passing legislation and controlling others is what gives left the leftist meaning. If you don't relate to that, as I don't, I have no desire to have power over anybody else. So it's very hard for me to 
empathize with a leftist for whom power over other people is everything, everything. You will do what we say. You will drive what we want. You, you will live where we want. That's the ideal. You will have your thermostat where we want. The proof that the entire green issue is about power over people and about reforming the, the economy is that they're, they're not for nuclear power. With nuclear power, everybody comes aboard that is a non-fossil fuel source of energy that is safe and clean and works 24-7 unlike green energy. But they're not for it. It's, It's a phony issue. But the unquestioning authority, there's an article in, of all places, Atlantic, by a guy who was a criticized me, I don't know, maybe even attacked me, I don't know what the verb would be, who writes for The Atlantic. And uh, it, it was fascinating how his attacks on me were based on the fact that I supported Donald Trump while he was president. I didn't support him when he was running. Uh, I, I supported him when he was running after the nomination, I, but pre-nomination I didn't support him. I was wrong, as it turns out. He was a great president. And he couldn't understand how a man like me, who talks about character and morality, could support President Trump. It's a lacuna in his thinking, but that's the way nobody's perfect. Anyway, he has a piece in today's Atlantic. Australia traded away too much liberty. I love when people on the left get frightened by the left. Gee, how did that happen? Wow. I mean, my side really are totalitarians, like people like Dennis Prager have been saying all their lives? I mean, my side stinks? My side doesn't give a damn about liberty? That's shocking. Just shocking. People in South Australia will be forced to download an app that combines facial recognition and geolocation. Did you know that? I told you, it, it, does, it, it doesn't stop with vaccines. You are so naive if you believe that. It doesn't stop with passports just for this. There will be more rules controlling the American than was imaginable by Orwell. COVID is the vehicle to authoritarianism. COVID. Never let a crisis go to waste. Don't you get tired of commercials screaming at you to buy gold now with inflated promises on future values? In an unregulated industry, you need honest, real experts to give you solid advice to protect your wealth and top picks on the best coins and bullion. As environmental policy becomes a hot topic, one precious metal that's been significantly undervalued for years is potentially set to surge. Nick Grovich, owner of AmFed Coin and Bullion, has long recommended this precious metal. Up to 600,000 ounces of this rare metal will be needed by 2030 to produce green hydrogen. Nick is doubling down on this pick, and you should too. Call Nick at AmFed Coin and Bullion to find out more. I've been friends with Nick for years, and he's my go-to guy when it comes to coins and bullion. I trust him. That's a very big statement, by the way. 
Call Nick at 800-221-7694, 800-221-7694, AmericanFederal.com, AmericanFederal.com. Hi, everybody. People in South Australia will be forced to download an app. This is from an anti-Trump, anti-Dennis writer, Connor Friesdorf. By the way, you're, you're, Connor, you're welcome to come on the show. Was he ever on the show? Yes, I believe he was. No, I don't know. Yeah, if he was a long time ago. Connor Friedersdorf. People in South Australia, he, he's surprised. It's, that, that's what I love when liberal-slash-leftists are shocked at how despicable the left is. Gee, how did that happen? How did Australians pee on liberty? Because the left pees on liberty. Truth is not a left-wing value, and liberty is not a left-wing value. That's as true as the Earth's revolution around the sun. People in South Australia will be forced to download an app that combines facial recognition and geolocation. Get it? So you will have to take a picture of yourself, and it will send the authorities where you are. The state will text them at random times, and thereafter they will have 15 minutes to take a picture of their face in the location where they are supposed to be. Should they fail, the local police department will be sent to follow up in person. We don't tell them how often or when... On a random basis, they have to reply within 15 minutes, Premier Stephen Marshall explained. Marshall has a picture of Stalin up in his office. I think every South Australian should feel pretty proud that we are the national pilot for the home-based quarantine app. That's Orwellian. Yes, you and the state of South Australia should be proud that you have learned to squelch liberty and give government authority more than any other state in Australia. We salute you. Other states also curtail their citizens' liberty in the name of safety. The state of Victoria announced a curfew and suspended its parliament for key parts of the pandemic. They suspended their parliament. People are crackpots and frightening, really, 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 really frightening. To put this in context, a scholar named John Lee observed in an article for the Brookings Institution, to put this in context, federal and state parliaments were in session, stayed in session, during both world wars and the Spanish flu, and curfews have never been imposed. Well, 50 years of left-wing indoctrination in Australia as well have worked. People are sheep. Pure sheep. Unquestioning lemmings. It's really something. The, the ease with which the left has destroyed the character of the West is breathtaking. Parliament sat through World War I, World War II, no curfews during World War I, World War II, or the Spanish flu. 
Never had curfews in Australia. By the way, when will they end? Because as soon as they end, more people are going to get sick. All they're doing is, is prolonging the period until sickness resumes. This is endless. It literally is endless. Of course, if you keep everybody in their house forever, it won't spread. Wow, that is genius. In fact, if you shot every Australian, no one would die of COVID. Think about that. In responding to a question about whether he had gone too far with respect to imposing a curfew, avoiding the question of why a curfew was needed when no other Australian state had one, Victorian Premier Daniel Andrews replied, it's not about human rights, it's about human life. Did you see that? That's awesome stuff. There you go. So human rights, human rights, human rights. New Zealand the same. Canada getting there. I have a speech in Canada next month. I can't go. You know that, right? Not really clear yet. Clear on the internet. I hope you're right. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. most frightening thing happening is not COVID. most frightening thing is the acquiescence of vast numbers of people in ostensibly free countries to government totalitarianism. What I'm reading to you about Australia should heap contempt on Australia and should frighten you because half of America thinks Australia is right. So this is a a guy, an anti-Trumper critic of Dennis Prager in the Atlantic who is more of a liberal than a leftist and who is somewhat stunned at how despicable the left is. The naivete of liberals is only matched by the evil of the left. They live in a make-believe world, just shocked, just shocked at what the left does as soon as it gets power, because it never occurred to them that conservatives might be right. That's the only given in a liberal's brain. It is not possible for conservatives to be right.
Therefore, it's a shock when the left ruins society. If a country indefinitely forbids its own citizens from leaving its borders, you realize that that, that's another thing in Australia. You can't leave Australia. Dear friend of mine, his daughter married an Australian. He has not been able to see her in a year and a half or her husband. Just a given. Put strict rules on intrastate travel. That means within your state. Prohibit citizens from leaving home without an excuse from an official government list. Mandates masks even when people are outdoors and socially distanced. Deploys the military to enforce those rules. Bans protest and arrests and fines dissenters. Is that country still a liberal democracy? That's in yesterday's or today's Atlantic. Of course it's not a liberal democracy. In the name of safety, you can do anything. And most people will say, great, you're doing great, authorities. As I have said, for as long as you've listened to me, freedom is not what the article is up at DennisPrager.com. Freedom is not an instinct, it's a value. People do not yearn to be free. They yearn to be taken care of. That's why liberty is a value. Country of liberty, sweet land of liberty. Those songs take on meaning now, don't they? See, Americans were aware until post-World War II. Americans were aware of the fact that liberty is special that you have to preserve it and you have to fight for it and you have to want it. Sweet land of liberty, of thee I sing. Statue of liberty. Liberty in God we trust, e pluribus unum. Liberty. Freedom. Let freedom ring, right? Not anymore. Most young people, having been raised in America's crappy schools, believe that free speech is only available if it's not hate speech. They don't even realize when they say that, that they don't believe in free speech. If you don't believe in free speech for hate speech, you don't believe in free speech. You only believe in speech that you essentially agree with. All other speech you can label hate speech and suppress it. You're not even allowed in Australia to dissent. Did you read that? Did you hear what I read? You didn't read that. Did you hear what I read? You can't have a protest in Australia. You couldn't leave the Soviet Union, couldn't protest in the Soviet Union. They knew where you were in the Soviet Union. So how does it differ from the Soviet Union? This is a very fair question. How does Australia or New Zealand today and Canada getting there differ from the Soviet Union? Question people ought to ponder. 
And where is our uh, health care provider? Camarillo, California. Dora, hello. Um, hello, Dennis. My name is Dora. How are you today? I'm well, thank you. Well, um, I'm on the front lines. I'm a frontline health care provider. I've been on working all year, and now I'm on the front lines of this whole debate. I did want the public to know a couple things, and I think this will apply to them as this rolls forward, that I, I applied for a religious exemption. I'm actually a Roman Catholic. You might find that interesting. Um, but anybody who applies for a medical exemption will not be given it unless you had two anaphylactic reactions to these actual vaccines. All the doctors are being told they're not allowed to do it. So that's not an option. And a religious exemption is up to the... <laughs> is up to the person who reads it and if they decide you have a deep religious conviction. So we're basically being pushed into this. Um, I will not get the vaccination. I've been seriously concerned about it. I work with neurological patients. Everything I've read, what I'm seeing around me in terms of vaccine injuries, what I've seen on the VAERS report is very concerning to me. I'm very concerned. Putting this in our bodies over and over again will cause great harm to our societies. So that's what I have to say. Well, you're allowed to tell me, but uh, even though you're you're working in health, they'll fire you. They rather have far fewer nurses and healthcare providers for the obsession with the vaccine. The Dennis Prager Show. Hi, everybody. Dennis Prager here. We do welcome dissent. Jane, Los Angeles. Hello. Yeah, uh, Dennis, for 50 years, the right wing have been in, pretty much in control of a policy here in the U.S. And in that time, I would like to know, what has the right ever done for the sake of liberty? Because, you know... <sighs> all right, let me answer you. First of all, the, the premise is absurd. The, the amount of time that the uh, Republicans have controlled Congress is much less than the amount of time the Democrats have. It's been a very, very small period of time. But aside from that, uh, yes, there's one thing that the right does uh, for liberty. Not well. It does it uh, rather poorly, but it does it somewhat, and that is keep the government smaller. The bigger the government, the less the liberty. That's why the country was founded on the ideal of a small government. Any failure on the right, I acknowledge. There are a lot of wimps in the Republican Party, too. However, what is certain is certain. What is certain is that everywhere on earth the left gains power, there is less freedom for human beings. There is no exception. There never has been. And that uh, in the name of safety and in the name of saving the world against the existential threat of global warming, we are losing more and more freedom. After all, what did the uh, was it the premier of the uh, of Victoria? What did he say? The issue is not uh, it's not about human rights; it's about human life. That's it. That's the way it works. That's the motto of the left. But they're they're very selective on human life. I don't I don't care if you're an atheist. You do not need any religious conviction 
to be troubled by abortion for no reason other than I don't want the baby. That there is no conflict, that you have a heartbeat and you're considered trash, that does not trouble a single person on the left. It's an astonishing thing. There is an existential battle taking place, my friends. It's not about global warming. It's about global leftism. Happiness Hour coming up. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.